Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Well, here we are, the Last Minute Blues podcast. Jamie Rivers, Jeff Burton, Donnie Fandango, and gentlemen, I gotta be honest with you, I'm really super excited, but I'm trying to temper that excitement, and I'm not doing a really great job at it. I, I don't know how to feel right now. I've never been able to text you the numbers. What Jamie, what we've been doing is every time the Blues win, we text what the magic number is. And, and I never. So another secret years. text chain that yeah. I'm not a part of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's well, right. you give okay. me your, so sorry, Jamie. You refuse to give me your cell because yeah. of that one thing. Oh, well, um, yeah, there is still paperwork. But, dude, five. 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 I never in a million years thought I would text you the number five about Blues hockey. And not only five wins away, but that game on Sunday was an up and down ass whooping yeah. on the Blues part. It was an exclamation point. You know, it was. Uh, it reminded me of the game here against Winnipeg in the first series. Uh, it was game six, where the, the closeout game where Winnipeg barely touched the puck for right. half the game. Yeah. I mean, that's what it reminded me of. I mean, it's, Now, first of all, let's go back. Evander Kane hits the post. First shift of the game. Like, that could have been a totally different yeah, game. Different now, story, I do yeah. believe that the Blues still would have won that game just because of the way it went down after. Like, the, the Sharks, to me, just didn't respond. Eric Carlson couldn't move. Oh. He had a couple of mistakes. Brant Burns looks gassed. Joe Pavelski got put out of the game. Tyler Hurdle out of the game. As it sits right now, uh, Carlson and Hurdle do not have stalls in the locker room on this trip. What that means, I don't know. Uh-huh. It means nobody likes them. It, well, that too, okay. um, which is packed. Right, right, right. Um, but, yeah, so I don't know. Maybe that's super secret squirrel. And, like, they're going to unveil their gear, like, before the game. I don't know. It would be kind of dramatic. Has that ever happened before that you know of? Or could they be playing that many mind games with the Blues? Yeah, you could. I mean, remember, I played for Mike Keenan. Oh, yeah. Don't forget that. So, (laughs) you want to talk about mind games? Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, Mike Keenan would have had a towel draped over, like, five lockers. Be like, yeah, Yeah, we're not even going to let you know. We're not going to let you know. That's funny. One of the things that I've seen uh, over the course of the last couple of days is a significant amount of Sharks fans bitching and moaning about the officiating, especially Sunday's game. Do they have do they have a leg to stand on as far as as far as that goes it just no. looked like a physical game to me no. it did not look like it was nasty very, very i mean not us being any nastier to them than vice versa you know what i'm saying like it's it just overall a nasty game is what you're saying yeah. Yeah. guys think about this for a second one realistically this team shouldn't even be here yeah they benefited from a 5 minute major against the vegas golden knights yes vegas sucked at the penalty kill i get it okay yes that's on them 
but they got that call. Then they got the Gabe Landeskog call, the offside, too many men, we're not mm-hmm. sure, pull the goal back, whatever. That's two. And the hat trick was the hand pass. So these guys, honestly, you should just shut up and enjoy your ride right now because you've had the benefit of the officials. And the one thing I want to extend on that is you look at the St. Louis Blues after the other night, the controversial call, didn't want to talk about it. We're moving on. We're moving on. Next game, next game. And you're like, wow, okay. Even though we know they're angry, wow. Good good job, guys. Right. Go over to the Sharks locker room, and you hear all the players complain about calls, missed calls. There was a hit in game one and blah, 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 blah. And then you listen to their coach, and he continues to do the same thing. Craig Berube doesn't. Right. So for me, there's an absolute leadership difference with these two teams right now. And it starts at the top, and then it leaks its way down through the lineup. And to me, that's a huge sign. Uh, to me, the head coach of the San Jose Sharks looks like Kevin Spacey's little brother. <laughs> he just he always does. looks I'm sour just saying, I'm just throwing it Did out you see there. the size of the Windsor knot Yeah, he's and also, let's either do something with the hair or get rid of it. You know what I'm saying? Let's go one way or the other with that. <laughs> Let me tell you something. And he <laughs> always looks like he just got back from a camping trip. Donnie, I'm just saying. no offense on that one. No, no my God, we've no, talked about no, you. No, we've talked no, about you. No, listen, you. if you're going to do it... Then do it, but don't don't try to play around like it's still gonna look good up there <laughs> yeah. because it never ever does. No, it uh-uh. never does. You either shave it or well, no, you shave it. The at guy this point looks there, like Pete. he just got back from Yosemite or something. It's like, <laughs> hey, it's can, weird. You sh- can you throw a shave on before we go to the game? It's like he's gelling up one bacon strip up uh, there. <laughs> it's kind of weird. I'm not sure. As far as the officiating, this is just me. Nobody else was bitching about this, or and I'm not bitching about it either. But the but the the penalty shot with uh, Tarasenko. Normally, if you get a shot off, do they still call that? Do they still give you it? Because he got a no, shot off. If, if he scores on that, obviously, they, they just wave it off. Right. But it's the referee's discretion now. Okay. The, the old rule used to be if you got a shot off, then it was just a penalty, no penalty shot. Okay, I'm not crazy then. Okay. Yeah, but in recent years, they've said, well, if a guy trips a guy or hauls him down and makes a significant difference to his ability to shoot it, even if he gets it off, then the referee can call a penalty shot. Okay. Well, I have, uh, and I'm sure that I'm not the only one, uh, especially in the last game, uh, Martin Jones did not have a particularly great game, and you wonder where this, where the Sharks would be, <laughs> truthfully, if they had a different keeper. I am, un- I am, I am amazed that they have gotten this far with, with, with him back there. He just has not, to me, been impressive outside of maybe, what was it, game two or game three? Yeah. I thought he had a pretty good game. Definitely not game as good as advertised, especially by all the pregame all the time. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, no, look at Martin Jones. Uh, he's had ups and downs in his career, and that was the big question mark for them coming into the playoffs. And before this series started, you know, the scouting report, or at least what, you know, I was able to dig up was that the glove side is where he's weak. And which astonishing is that since this series has started, and this series alone, high glove on Martin Jones, he has a .645 save percentage. Low glove, he's got a .694 save percentage guys 0.900 means you're an average goalie in the nhl and he's what again 0.645 and 0.694 it's really it's wild so we should see a lot a lot of glove side shots tonight is what you're saying literally every shot should be headed to the glove and if he overcompensates that much to to deal with it then blocker side will be available. When when you see numbers like this over the course of a series, does this affect his job going forward? You know what I'm saying? I mean, this has got to be 100%. like a huge flipping red flag. Like, 
I mean, I feel like I could have not very far removed from a .60 save percentage on my glove side. Yeah, you and probably could. And I'm 43 could. and really slow. I've yeah. seen you play, dude. You're quick. <laughs> I just I can't that, like reflexes. Yeah, can't like reflexes. Yeah. I used to, man. I used to, but boy, they have. Oh, back in the day. Yeah, yeah. You but, know, I know you and I used to play a little bit here and there. We'll sit around and reminisce a little bit, but this guy over here is like, oh, I used to play in the NHL. Right, <laughs> right, right. Second round draft. I used to play organized and, hockey. And <laughs> I used to play organized televised hockey. <laughs> kind, of, kind of speaking of that, though. <laughs> Jamie, how, as a player, are you in this position, and you know that you are one win away from the finals? How do you balance the "it's right there" with "I still have to take care of business tonight"? Can I add on to that? Sure. And it's as we record this, it's it's noon o'clock. I would imagine if you were on on the starting lineup tonight, you just want to let's go right now, too, right? Yeah, you want to get busy, you want to get after it, you want to get into the moment, and. As crazy as it sounds, it's actually easier for the players than it is for us. Like, I woke up this morning a psychopath. Like, I, I mean, the guy at no, Starbucks. You went, to bed, you went to bed as a psychopath. You're right. The guy at Starbucks kind of cut in front of me, and I was getting my coffee, and I, I drilled the guy. And I'm like, no, I'm allowed to have my ice. I'm entitled to my ice. And he, like, wants to suppress charges. I mean, we'll get into that later. But anyways. Um, I don't know that we should. I think know, that maybe I we a, should keep that. I got a guy for you. Don't I got worry. a good guy, yeah. yeah. But anyways, it is harder for people who are watching, people who are fans, because the buildup is so great. And certainly we're all, like, super excited about the possibility of it happening. The guys are right in, you know, they're in the eye of the hurricane when it comes to this one. And they're in a rhythm. And to my knowledge, I think they stayed at a hotel last night. I think they've taken a team bus to the rink this morning. They're treating it very much like a road game in order to keep everybody dialed in and keep the outside noise out. So these guys, they're they're focused. Yes, they're going to be excited to at the possibility. I tread carefully here yeah, sure. at the possibility yeah. of bringing this franchise to a Stanley Cup. Final. Well, and and to your point and the uh, mindset of the guys after the game uh, on Sunday, Alex Steen was was asked a question. And by the way, watch any post game interview with Alex Steen because when he's asked a question, it takes him. A, one, two, maybe three seconds to answer. He's really thinking about his answers, by the way. I always notice that about him. But right away, this announce- or this uh, reporter was saying stuff like, oh, man, you guys could be going to the Stanley Cup for the first time in this. And every single time, he kept saying, we're going to like this win, and then we're moving on. And I think that comes straight from the coach, doesn't it? Well, that goes back to my point earlier on the leadership side of it, right? When San Jose's complaining about penalties and the Blues refuse to complain about some of the penalties or some of the adversity, we'll call it. That has been handed to them. Anyway, well you like right. that, AJ? Eh, yeah, that was no, very sorry. good. Very, <laughs> I'll is, teach you that one day. I appreciate that. Um, is there? Is there? Do you believe in momentum? Do you believe in? Hey, they won on Sunday, and now it's Tuesday evening. Is there still that momentum? I believe at this point in the series, yes, there is. Uh, game one, two, you know, you're kind of like, okay, it's a long series. We got two games at home, two games away, and you're not really thinking about that. But right now, as impressive as that win was. In San Jose, yes, you're building momentum off of that for sure. You have to because I mean, think about it. If you can, if you can take them out behind the tool shed five nothing in their building, maybe it's not momentum. Maybe it's labeled wrong. Maybe it's um, confidence. You Either know? way, you're creating something. Right. Moving into the next game, I, I I just this team has made me rethink how I think about these Blues. Yeah. You know, I, and you talk about a guy like Alex Steen. I have not been very kind, to, particularly to Alex Steen over Same the course here. of that's the last couple of years. one of the reasons years. why I wanted to bring that up. And, and, I'm and you guys. Well, <laughs> you know, that's why we got you in here, though, man. Yeah. I mean, when you see a guy like that take a line to motion, essentially, and then 
the line demotion ends up becoming this amazing force for the team. You, I mean, it's very much the, the whole buying in process. I, I honestly, I keep waiting for them to back off, get punched, and stay down. Right. And they don't. Yeah. They just don't. It doesn't matter if it's a goal or two goals. I still feel like they can win. It's it's. I, I'm excited about tonight, but I'm not nervous. And like. I don't even know what that's like as a blues fan. Right, like, yeah. like it's this crazy bit of positivity, you know. Like- I, I was just, I was just <laughs> talking with uh, who was it? Was it you in the hallway or somebody that? Oh no, it was uh, one of the sales guys here. I was like, uh, he said, "Yeah, I'm all in on the blues right now. I don't even care about the Cardinals." I even- Normally, this is the time of the year where I'm, I start ramping up on my Cardinals interest because, well, the blues are normally done. Right. I could tell you as a, as a uh, St. Louis citizen, somebody who was born and raised here. I'm not even sure where the Cardinals stand in this in the standings right now. Yes. And I'm glad because I'm paying attention to this over here. It, it's just it's just this feeling that I have never felt before as a Blues fan and I I love it and these guys like I just love this team so much. I in December I thought they were done. Right. I was already looking forward to spring training. Well, and, and and they have completely just flipped the script on every one of us, and it's been amazing to see. Man. The exact opposite of the Sharks right now is that is the St. Louis Blues because they have so many injuries. We by and large don't have anything, right? Unless you know of any sort of everybody, I'm sure is banged up a, a little bit because it's bruises. you know 82 games plus. But overall, we're healthy. And yeah, it's o- huge. Overall, we're healthy. Obviously, Vince Dunn is still a question mark, um, but that goes back to our depth. How great is it to have that? And Donnie, back to your point about our fourth line and Alexander Steen, that's leadership at its finest. He's taken the role. And that line was like 14, 15 minutes of ice time the other night for a fourth line. I mean, that's unheard of. That's like second and third line minutes. So these guys have been a huge part of our success. And to me, it just it's all about the leadership. It's all about the what the message has been from day one with this group. And that's why I think this group is just different. And something special here. Uh, real quick, if you are the, the head coach of the Sharks, Kevin Spacey's younger brother, mm-hmm. uh, what are you telling your team, especially if you're missing out on Carlson or if you're missing out on any Pavelski, any of those big guys? How are you looking at this game? Well, first, I'm probably shaving my head. Okay, because I'm gonna, man. I'm, I will have listened to this tighten podcast. The, either tighten up the tie, or don't wear one too. I mean, yeah, on. I agree. So I would have probably listened to this podcast first, shaved my head, got myself a new tie, uh, reorganized myself, and then as I get to the locker room, I would say I would say something to the fact of, "Look at guys, you know, you got to you got to flip the script. Everything is stacked together up against us now. Like you have to do the underdog thing, you know." And we're missing Carlson, we're missing Hurdle, but I don't care. We've got. You know, Johnny over here that's going to do a great job, and Timmy over here, these guys are stepping in. Next man up mentality. The whole, you know, rah, rah, rah. And as you leave the room, you cross your fingers and pray to God that it worked. That it worked, (laughs) yeah. Literally, I mean, that's all you can do. It's smoke and mirrors, and you're trying to, you know, hopefully trap lightning in a bottle and get a win and head back home, and then hopefully one of those guys comes back to your lineup at that point. So what is your message if you're Craig Berube then? Same thing? No, real subtle. I mean, these guys, I thought about this. I actually did this morning, and I was like, what do you say to the guys, you know? Because you don't want them to be missing the moment. But Craig Ruby, the message he's had from day one is, hey, we've moved on. It's the next game. We have a game to win. That's it. We're focused on this game and this game only, and that's going to be hard. But if he goes in with a rah, rah, rah speech, like that could do, that could have an opposite effect on right. the guys. They could tighten them up. We're at home. The place is jammed outside. The streets are filled with blues people. Like, you know what's going on. It would just add to the pressure. So if well, I'm Craig Berube, I'm keeping it very light, 
we have, you know, let first period. Let's make sure we're tied or ahead after the first period, boys. From there, we usually get stronger. Love that message. And if you if you follow the Blues on Instagram, they have been following the Blues into the locker room post-wins, and that, by and large, is Barube's message. It's like, man, you guys were great. You were awesome. You were awesome. You were awesome. Now, forget about it. We got another game in two days. Or, hey, well, I'll see you tomorrow for a meeting. Blue, And that's it. He makes me want to run through brick walls. Dude, don't. Like, just seeing the little, like, the little snips. I saw you outside. Well, I mean, and that's I'm why just, the construction yeah. crew is here. How's they your, were laying new how's your shoulder? Is it, it okay? It, it hurts, but yeah. in all seriousness, like, it's the kind of coach you wish you had. You know what I mean? You Because he, he he just seems to say the exact perfect right thing. I'm sorry, guys. I'm no, so I excited think, for tonight. I'm out of my head. Oh, it's great. A, uh, at least one of three people in this room that will tear up when we talk about going to the Stanley Cup is Donnie Van Dam. I, I, I have a tendency to get emotional. And yeah, yeah. The, the, I mean, it's going to be... It could be. It could be. It could be. Could be. We gotta be. stop. Let's it be might very careful. Be. But one little quick thing before we wrap oh, up here. Yeah, go ahead, man. Uh, I got plenty of tape in the machine. Okay. <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> Jeff has his old tape recorder right. here. <laughs> Garage sale, of course. Double um, A batteries. But no, Craig Berube. I think the players, what they respect the most about what he says is he's been here from day one. Like very seldom do you coach get a coaches come in on the ground floor with you. And he's been here the whole time. So he started on the ground floor with these guys, and together they've gotten to where they're at. So the players don't feel like he thinks he's better than the group. He doesn't think the players you know, think they're better than the coaching staff. It's literally one group of people, his whole staff and the players, that are pulling on the rope together, and they don't leave anybody out. And that's pretty amazing. Man, man, I, you know what? All the time I say, and we've all said this, you can have a good team, but if you don't have a hot goalie that can grab a couple of wins for you, you're not going to go anywhere. We have that. Then we got Alex Steen, who's a former first or second line forward, 20-something goal scorer, who's on the fourth line, didn't have a great season, goes down there and makes that fourth line just another line. Jaden Schwartz. You know, wow. like, like if if you had to pick an MVP for the team right now, in closing, who would you who would you play for the up playoffs? MVP? For yes, the playoffs? playoff MVP right now, who would you pick? To me, it's either between Bennington or Schwartz, yeah, right? Yeah. Well, that's where, yeah, that's why it's it's tough. It's literally like splitting hairs because Schwartz, he uh, twelve goals, he had eleven regular season, twelve goals, puts him second all time for post postseason goals by a St. Louis Blue, second to Brett Hull, nonetheless. Mm, heard of him, Jordan Bennington. Now his career playoff wins leader for the St. Louis Blues. Like, these guys, I mean, I don't know. You flip a coin. I still believe that the goaltending, at the end of the day, Martin Jones is living proof of why goaltending is so important. So I would say Bennington would be my guy. Wow. Coming from a defenseman right over there. Ladies Heck and gentlemen. Yeah. Who did jump up on the forward line several times. I do. <laughs> I, every, once in a while, every every episode, I'm going to give a little, just a little nugget about Jamie Rivers. Uh, his it career. wasn't for my goal scoring. No, it was. I believe it was, it was an injury to Tony McKegney. I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, it Jamie. wasn't that long ago, was it? <laughs> no, not that long, but I appreciate that. Thanks, Jeff. Jamie Rivers, Jeff Burton, Donnie Fandango, Last Minute Blues podcast, Blues Sharks. Uh, After the game tonight, we send them to Fox Sports Midwest, and uh, you will have all the post game. Yeah, tonight is unique because no matter what the Cardinals are doing, Fox Sports Midwest has decided that we are going live after the game. So it'll be on Fox Sports Midwest regular channel or Fox Sports Plus. So check it out. Let's go, Blues.